You're listening to the Fit Mind, Fit Body podcast, where we explore the connection between a fit body and positive mental health. And our big mission, it's to help 10,000 runners to develop fitter minds in the next two years. I'm your host, Michelle Frost. Let's get moving. Welcome to this episode of the Fit Mind Fit Body Podcast. Today we talk to Patrick Salter. And Patrick tells us how he's only been running for three years and he started using the Couch to 5K app. But now he loves the trails and he's even raced in a 25K trail run. Enjoy. Today on Fit Mind Fit Body, I am excited to introduce you all to Patrick Salter, who's someone who we have both just been, well, mostly me talking to Patrick, uh, has been in my life, little bits of my life, just popping in and out of it um, the way some people do. So it's very excited for me to get back and, and talk to Patrick because I haven't talked to him for ages and I don't know that he was running the last time I spoke to him. So Patrick, welcome. Thank you. It is very exciting to have you here. As I said, it's a way for me to find out what's going on in your life and introduce you to all these people. Before we talk about your running though, can we start mm -hmm. with, you know, where you grew up? Give us a little bit of your background. Well, I'm a country town boy, mm -hmm. sort of. I started off at a little place called Winnerlea oh, wow. and, and went good. to another tiny town called Bishop's Burn when I was three years old oh. and then made the big shift to Bracknell, which is about five <laughs> kilometres away sort of when I was about six wow. so and so I had my formative years at, at Bracknell until I was about uh, 21 going to Bracknell mm. Primary School and then Cressy High School and then made the big move into to Launceston um, in Metropolis. my early 20s. The Metropolis. Yeah, that's it. That's the <laughs> so, one. So when you were at school what was sport like for you? Uh, I didn't enjoy sport at all when um, when I was little, my my dad had had a bad experience where his dad had pushed him really hard, and so he pushed back against that, and therefore he never really uh, wanted to be that sort of dad who yeah. pushed his own um, hard. So really, I didn't do a lot, and what I did, I wasn't great at. Yeah. So I I didn't I didn't get excited about that, and didn't particularly want to do any outdoor things for a long long time it sounds like all the little towns that you were in they're very sort of country outdoorsy sort of places did you find you were outdoors a lot anyway like you may not have been doing organized sport but um yeah well particularly at Bracknell all of the all of the young guys and um, and girls when if if on weekends or after school or on holidays then a lot of the time particularly in summer holidays then it'd be dashing down to the waterhole and going for a swim and on our bikes and doing that sort of uh, stuff. So the days of where parents, maybe more so now, really want to know where kids are all the time, they were quite happy for us to head off at 8 o'clock, 7 o'clock in the morning and expect that we'd turn up at mealtimes and, um, and not be fussed about that. Yeah. And we just had a great time. I remember that. 
<laughs> I yeah. remember those years. Yes. <laughs> it's not like that at all. That's interesting, isn't it? So as a result, you probably did a lot of, you know, just running around, just kind of natural exercise that comes with being a child and an outdoor sort of play and that kind of thing. Yeah, a little bit of that, although I was probably more of an introverted sort of kid. Mm. So um, growing up in the in the 70s and, and 80s, I was more of a, when computers were just starting to sort of come in, I was a bit geeky like that. So um, sometimes I'd be happy to hide away just playing on my computer and just occasionally sneak out sort <laughs> of um, and interact with people. Oh, that's interesting. So, okay, you then went to university, I believe. Yeah. Yes, I went to university. I was at university for a long time because I wasn't particularly motivated when I was there. It was great at high school. Teachers yeah. kept me on task and disciplined. And then when I had to be self-disciplined, I didn't have any of that. <laughs> so, uh, so year 11 and 12 and university years went on for quite a while. Um, just because I failed a heap of subjects because I was more about just exploring things rather than working Yeah. Um, there. Yeah. So that took me quite a while. But, you know, they were interesting years for sure. What did you study? Uh, I did applied science. So, so IT. No, nothing too, um, you know, too <laughs> easy. <laughs> I would have no. thought that would be quite so, challenging. Well, it was called computing mm. way back then. People mm. didn't say IT, but it was IT and mm. human biology. And so that's the field that I ended up um, working in or still oh. work in now. So what do you do now? I do lung testing. Yep. So I became a respiratory scientist. And now I am I do some of that, some clinical work, but mostly... Um, I supervise and manage sort of the logistics of that in a, in a private service. Oh, wow. That's fascinating. Huh. Because it's kind of to do with like when people go and do sport, <laughs> lungs are really important. <laughs> Absolutely. That whole, that whole breathing thing um, is one of the first things when people start running that they notice isn't working as well as they maybe thought it was. <laughs> because it, And when we don't run for a little while, that's one of the first things, one of the First things actually to improve, but one of the mm. first things that we notice that when you first start running, if you've had a little bit of time off, it's like, oh, I can't breathe. And, uh, but then it, it gets better pretty quickly. You'd probably know how why that is, being the scientist around those things. Yeah, well, like, um, like you, you've, you've just said, a lot of people ask the question, what can I do to, mm. if we happen to get any sports people in, what can I do to improve? How can I make my lungs function better? All of those sorts of um, questions. Um, but the reality is, is just, yeah, just get out there, run into it, sort of. Uh, is it like a muscle? Like, um, Is it like a muscle? You use it and that will improve it? You know, like. Is that how um, lungs work? I don't even know. Isn't well, it's really about looking after what you've got mostly. Okay. So it's not quite like a muscle, but um, but sometimes people who have some problems about managing best what they have and the whole cardiovascular thing comes into it. So just plugging away, looking after yourself um, and those other things are going to give somebody the best benefit. Oh, that's interesting. Hmm. So... Mm -hmm. Tell me, as an adult, when did you first start doing exercise for exercise's sake? Oh, when, 
when I was in my late forties. So, so for so many years, um, I got married and my wife was into bushwalking mm -hmm. and I didn't want a bar of any of that. Um, just didn't interest me again, the childhood thing where it just hadn't been a part of my experience. Yeah. yeah. But when I got to my late forties, I thought, I, there's no exercise, no physical activity involved in my work. I don't want to cross the threshold into my fifties and just be a blob. Yeah. and have a slow decline mm. into sedentary sort of mm. living. So that was the impetus. I thought, I don't want to be that way, so I've got to do something different. Mm. So then um, uh, exploring it with my wife, because we we're both thinking along similar lines, yeah. of what can we do to change this? And, you know, what are the options out there for us to get involved in something that involves people but involves um improving our eating and improving mm -hmm. um, exercise so that um, we can stop that we can reverse that and mm. we can actually enter into older mm. life feeling much more comfortable and mm. healthier so we had we had to weigh up a few different things i heard something um not that long ago which i thought was really good in reference to this and that was that if we don't get comfortable with being uncomfortable in our I was going to say 20s and 30s which but really for us it's like 40s and 50s then mm. we need to get comfortable with the idea that we'll be very uncomfortable you know in our 60s and 70s because our bodies mm. are not you know even just doing normal things would be uncomfortable if we don't have a body that we've looked after a little bit or that we've got a bit fitter is that mm. that's I guess another way to talk about what you guys were um, you know why yeah, you started that, getting fitter yeah, maybe it was a little bit of a midlife crisis or something rather, yeah. although although I didn't realistically expect I'd live to 98 <laughs> but uh, <laughs> at 49. But, but nevertheless, the, uh, we, we came across a number of people who were inspiring for us um, around that time as well. They were just coming out of the woodwork and we thought, yeah, we can, we can probably do this. Oh, and what kind of, uh, when you say inspiring, what inspired you about these people? Well, we we saw people that we had known from the past, mm -hmm. and they they were looking good. They were outdoors and mm -hmm. in, and appeared to be enjoying themselves in doing that. Um, and it gave us the sense of this could be achievable for us mm -hmm. uh, as well. That we saw attributes in, in them that we thought we'd like to take that on um, ourselves. We wanted to adopt them. Yes. Not them, but they're at their, <laughs> the yeah. things that they were doing. Oh, that's right. And all the benefits that they seem to be enjoying. They, yeah. they look like they were having fun out there doing. So what sort of things did you guys start? How did you, because that, that's often the hardest thing, isn't it? It's like, okay, I know I want to get fitter. I can see some people that I know got fitter and they're obviously happy and, and healthy mm. and enjoying life. How did you make the decision about what to do and what did you do? Um, well, I'm used to doing computer stuff. So the first thing was Google. Google. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and we found this app called Couch to 5K. Uh -huh. So, that's wow. And cool. we, so we both downloaded that mm -hmm. and we thought, I, I, I couldn't envisage ever 
the thought of running 5Ks without stopping. But, but, this, but this broke it down into little chunks and yeah. the gradual increase from uh, people who were not used to that level of exercise and, and gradually increasing until we got to that point to where we could run um, 5Ks without a stop. Um, but it was breaking it down. So we, we found something that met us where we were at. Yeah. Um, didn't presume anything. Um, or maybe it just presumed that, you know, we were starting at a low level and took us to that to that point where we thought, yeah, we've got through that stage and now we're prepared to have a crack at something a bit more. Why do, why do you think it was running that you chose? Uh, I know that, that is a, that's a good question because I never thought that that was it. Mm. Um, I guess it meant that I didn't have to invest in gym membership. Mm -hmm. It meant I didn't have to worry about buying expensive equipment. Um, it also meant that there could be a lot of other people around me um, who were doing similar things as mm -hmm. well. So uh, it was just something easy to, to grab and, and make a start where I didn't have to worry about gathering all these other mm -hmm implements to make it work I could actually do it just with me and you, you kind of didn't need to learn a new skill so much I mean I know that there mm. is some things that you pick up but mm. you need I mean, we can all run if mm. you have to catch a bus <laughs> you know or, you know so we can all run um to mostly um and it's also very accessible I think all those things that you talked about on lots of levels mm. um, demonstrate its accessibility I guess, just to Indeed. put all of that into one word. Okay, so you got to the, st the state of running 5Ks. How have you kept running? Because it's one thing to achieve a goal like that and it's another thing for it to become, I assume it's become a part of your lifestyle now? It has. Well, the well, one of the biggest parts was um, discovering all of these running groups that um, were around um, Launceston. And as yeah. soon as we started looking, they, there's a huge number. I know, it's um, crazy. That we, that we never knew that existed before, really, just because we were blinkered um, yeah, in that. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. The, the first one, and, <clears throat> and probably the great entry level into to running, was Park Run. Yeah. Um, and so we were a little nervous when we went mm -hmm. to our first Park Run, but um, a key thing about that was when we arrived, there were a couple of people we knew from the past but hadn't seen for years who made us feel so welcome when we were there. They greeted us. They talked to us about what was going to be involved and encouraged us um, at the start on the way through. One of them ran with us um, and then got back and we had a chat about that. And so that was huge, really. That's amazing. So that there were people who were willing to champion us yeah. um, along along the way, right at the start of that. So, so park which, run. Which one did you do? Which park run did you do? Uh, the one um, in um, <clears throat> that goes around Heritage Park. Okay, so the Inverme one. Yeah. 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 Cool. That's right. That's also you did park run, mm -hmm. and now are you a regular park run people now? Do I'm a regular park runner, and mm. but I've just in exploring a few different types of running. Now I run regularly at Cape Reed. So uh, yeah. trail running has become something that I really, really enjoy. 
So being out um, in the bush, and this is something that my wife Bromlin loves as well because that's her background, doing lots yeah. of bushwalking when she was cool. younger. So there's something very special about, um, about that. And do you have um, just, these moments now where you think, oh, why didn't I do some bushwalking with Bronwyn? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've had some regretful moments, but I've sort of thought, well, I can't change any okay. of that. Right. But, but now, you know, we, we take opportunities where they come Absolutely. up. Absolutely. So, you, so you're in love with trail running. That's what mm -hmm. I'm hearing. Yeah. Yes. So are you doing anything outside of parkrun? Yeah, well, the a part of the... Um, discovering the parkrun community is that there's a lot of crossover people who who do that also are involved in other running groups. Mm. So there's another group that runs on Wednesday nights um, called the Run Club that mm -hmm. uh, starts at the running company. Mm -hmm. um, so like. I, I'm, I'm there, that's <laughs> it. And also there's the old train group that runs on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Jono um, and Amy? Yes. <laughs> And then there's the Launceston Running Buddies who do Tuesday mornings and that's it and Friday morning. So I spread around a little bit just depending on work sort of commitments and yeah. time, what have you. But but I there'd be most weeks where I'm involved in one or more of, of those groups. That's amazing. Um, so have you found um, that you've made a bunch of new friends? Like you're spreading yourself around all of these different groups? Absolutely. The um, and what I find is that some of these um, guys are really running at the elite level, <laughs> which I am not, <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah. And they, they have, I, I feel really welcomed and embraced um, knowing that I am not going to achieve at that level, nor mm. am I phased by that. Mm. But being a part of a, a, a community is, is a huge thing. Because everyone, without exception, is encouraging and welcoming and inclusive, mm. and that keep that's a part of the reason that I keep on going back, knowing that there are times when I haven't been for two or three weeks for some of them, and somebody will say, "Oh, great to see you back," you know, when you do rock or uh, when you do rock up again, or yeah. where have you been? What's happened in the last little bit? So people are genuinely interested in um, in what um, what's happening. So Isn't that wonderful. That, I love that. As so many people have said on the podcast, the reason they started running was to get better. Mm. The reason they keep running is because of the people that they met. Yeah, that, that's yeah. absolutely true. The, and, and I've taken up doing some harder runs, which surprised me, I thought. <laughs> um, but uh, some people said, oh, you know, you're going to do a half marathon. I thought, oh, no, that's just beyond. I don't think I'd be able to do that. And yet, you know, I had been able to do that because of just um, being amongst other people who encourage uh, me um, yeah. to do that and and getting better and um, with consistent um, effort so, so do you find are you goal orientated do you think I'm a, I'm a sort of person who enjoys structure mm -hmm. and 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 goals yes so so that works really well for me if I've got a if I know that there's an event coming up then that's really helpful for me to put together um, a strategy and yeah. and to have other people who've walked that way before, run that way before, yeah. giving giving me some giving me some tips to to put in place. I find that's really helpful. I love that. 
Um, so do you sign up for lots of stuff? How are you, like your events? Obviously, it seems mm. like your week is full with all these running groups. Mm. So you're keeping a nice um, fitness level by the sound mm. of it. Mm. What kind of events are you signing up for? Uh, well, the first one, uh, well, this has been the year of the, the half marathon, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, so I hadn't run anything longer than about 10 Ks, um, up until about a year ago. Okay. And so I was encouraged to run Gone Nuts. Yeah. Um, so, and I did the 25 K Gone Nuts earlier oh, wow. this year. And, um, nuts. <laughs> yeah, <Obviously. laughs> that's right. When, when I did it, I didn't realize what I was getting involved in <laughs> and was completely headed at the end, but elated. Oh um that I had done that you are not the only person who have said that on this podcast yeah <laughs> that they didn't know what they were signing up for oh absolutely <laughs> um and then I've done uh, some runs around Mount Wellington the Kanye um, run yeah. sort of half yeah. marathon there and so the most recent um is the triple top Ah, just yeah. just this last weekend which nearly everyone had said oh this is it's huge, it's hard, it's grueling, and but you'll love it. <laughs> and yeah. I thought, oh, go figure. How does how does that work? Um, but it's this crazy irony of um, being of having to really push hard, yeah. but getting back and just thinking yeah. that that actually was great after I caught my breath. <laughs> that would be my favorite. I've done that about four or five times. One of my favorite runs, it, and it is, as you said. You go through all of the um, emotions, I think, in, in that one journey from mm. uh, across the three mountains, not to mention the weather that can get thrown at you, which can be a little crazy up there. It um, certainly was. <laughs> <laughs> so well done, because that um, that's a big effort, not to mention, I know that there are probably a number of people who signed up for that and then didn't turn up because the weather was predicted to be so horrendous so mm. the fact that you even uh, did and then I suppose I don't think it maybe wasn't as bad as they thought it might be as in the snow didn't settle yes <laughs> that's right <laughs> I did hear it still did snow but it was melting before it hit the ground oh. anyway well done that is that's so impressive what is it do you think about trail running that you have you know taken to Ah, oh, I, I really in, enjoy the, the sights, the sounds, the, mm. the smells, the, uh, the fact that I have to be thinking as I'm running as well. You can't sort of just set your mind to go off somewhere else because you're not quite sure where the next step has to be. True. Um, so I like the unpredictability um, of it uh, as well. I like the fact that it's up and down and around and um, maybe a little bit of the um, the danger of, um, um, of something that might slither out onto yeah. the track. Of, um, Get your adrenaline the, going. <laughs> yeah, those, those sorts of uh, things. I, I like it that it, um, that it's just not plodding along. I like I like the the, the regular changes the various, um, yeah. of, of that. Mm. Um, and I I guess yeah the the unpredictability that particularly this last weekend I had never run in somewhere almost up to my knees in puddles and 
getting bogged in all of the yeah. mud. And I thought, well, you just don't get that in road running. That kind of <laughs> so, narrow paths where one foot has to be in front of the other. You can't, <laughs> it's kind of tricky as well. And then the depth. You can't tell the depth when it's so muddy. Yeah, that's you it. Pick your leg up and there's no shoe on the end of it because it's yeah. still in the bottom of the mud. <laughs> so, and I guess I get to, I get the best of the, um, the bushwalking experience that I never had um, perhaps earlier because Tasmania is just, we're blessed with amazing, amazing. Um, mm -hmm. landscape and there's a lot of people who will never experience that and I don't want to be one of those people who lives here my whole life and then regrets not seeing what we've got on offer Yeah, um, yeah. just in my backyard, so to speak. That's, there are so, so many opportunities for trail running here, like pretty much every bushwalk has a version of a trail run that you could do instead of having to camp you can get up there and back down again absolutely <laughs> you know in a day or you can you know there is actually a version of um trail running where you carry a small tent and things as well so you can get really heavily into that if you want in the future i'm sure <laughs> it could be an interesting adventure for you guys <laughs> that is for sure <laughs> doing all those things um so what have you got coming up have you got any uh, the, the next one is, well, it's not a trail run as such, but it's the Bruni Island uh, oh, run. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, 64Ks, but on, on this occasion, I'll be sharing it with a couple of um, running mates. So we'll all do about a half marathon length each. Sweet. Um, so that's really nice that um, a couple of these guys don't usually run, so get to be a part of that um, with them. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm a bit of a, um, I try to be a bit of an ambassador for, um, for trail running because I've embraced it and, and I'm always sharing with others, come on, you really enjoy this uh, as well. So if, if I can put it out there, um, then I'm always happy when I see other people get involved as well. I love that. I love the Bruny Island runs fun too. I will see you there. Oh, great. <laughs> I will be there also. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that one too. Um, so coming back to your regular everyday stuff, what does your training schedules look like? Of, like, for example, do you always run with people or do you go out and do some training runs by yourself as well? Um, I mostly run with people because mm -hmm. the, um, the motivation from others being around me is important. Yeah. Um, I love to hear, I love to hear what's happening in their lives, and I get to share myself with them as well. So that's a big thing, Lovely. which is probably a bit of a change because, as I said early on, I, I probably would tend to be a bit of a loner, a little more introverted. But I really enjoy this. This has been a bit of a change that's for me sweet. that I find yeah. I, I maintain motivation um, mm. by being in a group. Mm -hmm. um, Sometimes if I really don't want to um, go out, then I have a treadmill that's, um, that, I, that I get on. Um, and a part of that is that it's a, it has a screen and it has events where I can run, so to speak, around the world. Ah, um, like the so, cycling one. I didn't know they had running ones as well. Isn't that silly? Yeah. I should know that. Yeah, <laughs> so, so there's this program called iFit and so there's lots of thousands of runs that they've recorded and you uh, it controls your treadmill and sort yeah, of so you get the elevation and, of speed yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, so, cool. so so I find that helpful if for some reason I can't get out yeah yeah so 
totally. so, like some people have tricks of packing up their gear getting it ready and they you know running especially if they're running first thing in the morning and by themselves but others have that accountability is a big element for making sure they get out the door on the days where it's a bit harder mm. I should, that seems like one of the things that works for you by the sound of it is that absolutely getting yeah. out there uh, some of those groups are not running on trails so I suppose it doesn't really matter so much because mm. you you're um, hanging out with them and it's more about that mm. you know? yeah yeah I, I think whilst I prefer trails it's good to mix it up Hmm. And um, and so, in fact, yeah, probably most of them don't do trails. The the running buddies generally don't, and, and Mike's yeah. group don't. But um, but I usually focus on trying to at least get to the Tuesdays and Thursdays where there is the trail runs. Yeah. But the other ones, um, um, you know, I I throw in around that. So I often ask people what they listen to or if they listen to anything when they're running. If they're running in groups predominantly, they're often not listening to anything. What yep. kind of person are you when it comes to uh, I'm the sort of person, if I listen to music, then I have to sit and focus on that and just enjoy that. I'm not really a background listening type okay. um, person. Yeah. So um, just, just being immersed in wherever I happen to be yeah. is, is fine. So I spoke to someone earlier today and the first time she had ever been for a run with something in her ears was yesterday and she's mm. run for like 20 years or something and she said she didn't even did not enjoy it at all because she wasn't like she normally runs in the country she mm. wasn't able to she wasn't didn't feel like she was with her body let alone with the environment mm. that was kind of distracting so it was I think she was listening to something as a like it wasn't music it was more like a podcast or something but yeah, I just thought that was interesting because I I do both, but I've always done both. So it's interesting to hear other people's um, you know, what what they do and how they do it. Um, what are you thinking about, Patrick, when you're running? What sort of stuff do you, are you thinking about? Say if you're not chatting with someone, because then often you're thinking about the conversation you're having. But on the times, on those quiet times where everyone's puffing to get up a hill or whatever. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, well, some of the times it is. How am I going to get through um, this next um, bit? <laughs> Sort of because um, this is really hard work. Yeah. Um, my mind wanders I'm, um, quite a bit. So it sort of jumps from different things. Um, so I couldn't give you a specific thing uh, that, that I focus on. Uh, my mind sort of jumps around um, quite a bit. Yeah. Um, so I feel reason if I'm if I'm not pushing so hard that it's just thinking, how am I going to get through this next bit? Mm -hmm. Then I'm, my mind's just sort of wandering a little bit. And so I feel quite free when, when I'm out um, doing quite, that. You know, present at, you know, present there in that moment. Yeah. Kind that, of stuff rather than that, that's it. having to solve all of the problems of the world. Yeah. I, I usually manage to put those things aside, um, you know, when I'm out and about. Excellent. Um, how long have you been running? So uh, three years. Wow. Hmm. That's amazing. Um, so how long do you think you'll run for? Oh, I, I just want to keep on going. The, uh, um, I'm inspired when I see the, the 
considerably older people um, than me who are out there doing runs. Particularly, I came across a guy uh, at Triple Tops who wasn't quite sure how old he was, but he's got 10 years on me and he was really enjoying it. And I see people in their 70s mm -hmm. out there. And I thought I'd love to, to be continuing to go when, um, when I see these um, people doing that because they clearly enjoy it getting out there. They see the benefits and um, I don't want this to be a flash in the pan. I want this to be a long-term thing because the benefits are really, really tangible. I think we've had a few 70-year-olds on the podcast. Mm. <laughs> 70 plus, I should say. Yes. Um, I think I sometimes wonder whether starting a bit later is actually an advantageous thing as well because, you know, you haven't worn your knees away and you haven't done all of those things too. So you've got... And you've also got, uh, you know, some people talk about um, personal bests a bit and things like that. You know, they're all, you know, when you haven't done a 10K yet or you haven't done a, a marathon or whatever, it's all a PB. <laughs> it's amazing, <laughs> at least for the yeah, first that's little it. bit, which kind of makes you feel kind of cool. Not that, yeah, that's necessarily a motivator for you. There's other motivations, I think, for, for you to continue running rather than personal bests and that kind of stuff. Um. What do your children think about you guys suddenly starting to run? Well, they were a bit surprised mm. uh, because after years of us being on the sideline, watching them play soccer yeah. and doing those sorts of things, uh, yeah, it was, it was a, a shock um, for them to see, um, I guess, our fitness journey, our emerging into more healthy lifestyle they've been really encouraged um, yeah. by that and encouraging to us yeah. as well so they're uh, on the cusp of turning 20 and they're early to mid 20s and so it's it's been great that they've been really supportive um, of us as well so they they have good things to say and they, so, they like seeing us do you reflect on the fact that what you're providing is a really good example for them too like to see you guys do that as adults as opposed to you know, running as children, um, it sort of adds to their toolbox of things for their future. That, so, you know, you guys said, well, especially you, maybe not Bronwyn so much, but that, you know, hadn't done any real sport because it hadn't been part of, you know, even something mm -hmm. that your dad instilled in you for his reasons, mm -hmm. that now, you know, them seeing that their parents are out there doing these things sort of... Yeah, I mean, we we always wanted to be a good example to them in various aspects of, of life um, and have achieved that to a greater or lesser extent. Um, we just hadn't really considered about this being a part of that, um, but have been surprised that, um, that we could be an example to them, even though they've got past their formative years. So... Um, I guess we we want to be lifelong learners. So, I mean, we're late bloomers in this, but um, we thought, oh, well, that's still a possibility that others can be inspired by that, you know, whatever age we start. I like that. Including uh, you know, our kids. Yeah, I think it's awesome. <laughs> I love that you that it's not, um, you can't miss the boat. I think anybody can start running. You know, that's, I guess that's what I, because some people think, oh, you know, I'm already 50 or I'm already 60 or whatever. I can't, but you can't actually mm. like there's no you can go for a run and you don't have to be 
running you know as fast as a 20 year old it's got actually the speed has nothing to do with it it's actually just getting out there and doing a bit more than a walk getting mm-hmm. your heart beat up and all that kind of stuff so it's when people understand that and the benefits that come from that that getting a little bit uncomfortable um it's mm-hmm. you know lifelong literally lifelong stuff um uh, would you call yourself a runner do you call yourself a runner now oh i i, I guess i guess i would the um the when people ask me, um, well, what do you do? I can describe my workplace, but a substantial amount of uh, time is spent in running that I have, you know, sort of discretionary time. So, yeah, I guess that's um, what I do. Yeah. Um, I certainly don't describe myself as um, an elite runner or anything <laughs> like that, but I'm a participator and um, I'm committed to it. So yeah, I I probably would share that. Yeah, that's awesome. So have you had any injuries that have stopped you running for a little while in the last three years? I haven't. Um, Mm. I'd have to say when I know that there's going to be a really arduous sort of grueling type event, particularly um, this last one, I... I would unashamedly say, God, protect my knees, you know, <laughs> give me strength in my legs, sort of, because when I see these rocks and, you know, That's very great. difficult things, <laughs> then, then I am aware that, um, you know, as an older person, that I might be more prone to injury. Um, but, but, you know, thank God I haven't um, had any yeah. um, significant injuries um, with that at all. So, have you, I mean, touch wood, it won't happen. Mm-hmm. Have you thought about, what you'll do or how you'll think if say you have an injury that puts you out for six weeks, how will you cope with that? Ah, oh, I, I, I would definitely find that a struggle mm. because um, how, yeah, I, I must admit, I haven't, I haven't dwelt on that um, a lot on the, on the thought, of, yeah, of the thought of that. Um, but but yeah, it would it would be a struggle because there's so many things that I would miss um, yeah. in that that I would have to try and think what are some alternatives um, for me to to do in the meantime um, so that I can yeah. continue like, to keep moving to, to be, yeah, in some way mm. so that the coming back is not as challenging as well I mm. suppose yeah. yeah. Um, is there a moment that you've had in a training run or in a, an event? that you can recall that was just amazing where everything was just running smoothly, you know, that everything was right with the world. You were very present in the moment. Can you recall of any moments like that? Well, the, just this last weekend, I, I loved um, running across the saddle sort of um, on the run and sort of thinking this is, uh, well, I'm, I'm not heaving um, there to get to go up or something there. And I'm not running through the bog and there's just a nice sort of stretch there and I'm seeing the the, the scenery and the awesomeness of um, um, of the surrounds and I'm thinking this is really tremendous and I love um, being here yeah. um, and so happy to have had the opportunity to to go there yeah. um, that that so many people um, haven't had or you know mm. you know the choice or access or what have you but, but here I am and I'm so pleased to be here. So, mm. yeah, that, that was that, those moments happened for sure. 
I think I can remember that moment myself a couple of years ago, the last time I did that race in that same spot. Mm. <laughs> when you've come up some very challenging up bits. <laughs> I can remember it's just grateful to be at the top. I did it. Uh, so because running so fresh to you, which it's really cool because your answers are so visceral, like you, because you're still really feeling that, um, um, you know, the endorphins and things that when everything is so new and fresh and amazing and there's new things to learn all the time about yourself, mostly. Mm. It's quite, um, it's lovely to talk to you about it. Um, when, where do you think in your life um, running has made the biggest impact? Like something that if you hadn't started running, you'd be missing that in your life now. Uh, well, it's a combination. It's a package deal, I guess. Mm -hmm. The um so like i mentioned my my natural tendency is to be a little bit reclusive mm -hmm. um so this this helps me break out of those natural tendencies mm -hmm. um and actually discover that there's it's worthwhile in pushing to mm -hmm. to meet new people and get involved in different things that that it's helped me grow personally in in that area um so uh, yeah, it stops me from from slipping back into being yeah. insular. So okay. so that's a big thing. Um, yeah. So I would really miss that, that uh, if, it, if it wasn't there. Expanding that network and you know getting out of your comfort zone, not just physically, but I guess mm. that's an emotional sort of thing when you you know when you're not that comfortable with necessarily meeting new people initially mm. Mm. and letting them in. So that's really cool. I love yeah. it. Mm. Um, is there anything about running that you want to share with people that we haven't touched on? As I said before, it's all still quite new to you in many ways. So you're kind of closer to that edge of what it's like when you first get addicted to it. That's probably the word I was looking for. Before. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, it comes back to what we've shared um, already, that uh, the community aspect of that for me has been critical um, and again, it's going, to, it's going to be a part of your personality type. I mean, if 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 you're the sort of person who just enjoys running um, on your own, of mm -hmm. course, run on your own and enjoy that, and there'll be benefits, of course, yeah. um, in doing that. But but for me, um, having somebody champion you was really huge to encourage you. In the initial stages where you're just finding your way, wondering whether this is really for me, whether I can grow, whether I can get better. Mm. Um, and then having somebody say, uh, give you tips, um, give you some feedback, give you some uh, encouragement, then that goes a long way to, and you think, yeah, yeah, I'm going to keep on trying. Or maybe I'm still unsure, but I'm going to try this for a bit longer. And then it grabs a hold of you and um, you, you develop your own um, level of self-discipline or your own motivation there that's less linked to that but still important. So so people people right at the start. Yeah, and, and that flows through to the rest of your life outside of the running as well. I guess that's the, they're the things that it's given, given your life as well. Well, that's right. I mean, the um, in a in a workplace role where things are not particularly energetic, mm -hmm. I find that feeling, feeling better physically, 
I, I sleep better, I function better in non-running roles than, um, than what I would otherwise do. So I think that there's a good flow-on effect um, from that. So I, I really benefit from that, I think. Do you, have you, um, <laughs> is that of curiosity, I suppose, mm. and not really understanding exactly your work? Because uh, <laughs> it's quite technical, I think. Um, have you tested your lungs and your lung, I'm just thinking about myself many years ago mm. when I'd been running for a few years and I, I had smoked previous to that, like for five years or something, back when I first knew you, and I have had been then running quite heavily for two years or so. And I had a lung test and that kind mm. of stuff done. And, mm. and um, I had lungs as if I'd never smoked because, mm. but I don't know why or anything, mm. but I assume. And I, so I just wondered out of curiosity, if you had had a scientist that you are, mm-hmm. whether you had um, tested yourself. Ah, <laughs> uh, more times than the average person uh, will. <laughs> just as a part of the quality control things yeah. that we do. Yep. And yeah, and, I, and I've got, lungs that are a little borderline so the uh, I don't know whether this um, I I hadn't smoked myself Mm. but I'd been exposed passive exposure Mm. from my parents where it was quite common when I was growing up they smoked and smoking in the house in the car and all of those sorts of things back in the 80s and the 70s yeah that's it so so a little less than what I would have hoped yeah. But, but it's not enough to, to stop me. And I think that's, um, that's the benefit of, I think, uh, even doing park run particularly, mm. um, is you can still benefit um, by doing these sort of um, activities, even though your own lungs are not perfect. Mm. Um, it doesn't have to stop you. You will still get benefit um, from doing that. Um, you may not run as fast as other people, but that doesn't matter. Um, you'll still um, develop uh, increasing fitness and all the other benefits that come, even if things are not perfect. Do, do your lungs improve? Like like we talked about that at the beginning, really, because about whether they're muscles or not, which you said, no, they're not muscles. <laughs> so, does that using them, oh, probably you probably answered it earlier, but does it using them improve them a little bit or is it doesn't work like that? It, I think overall fitness, everything will function more effectively together a big yeah, body. As, a, as, a, as a whole body system. Yeah. yeah. So mm. you, your lungs will be more effective um, if, if you push on and, mm. and um, have develop overall fitness. Sending more oxygen and all the other yeah. things. That you, That's I the one. <laughs> that I know what I'm talking about because I don't. <laughs> Okay, and you'll soon see that. <laughs> so, all right, well, that's cool. Excellent. Um, have you got any tips? And because, because again, um, because you're only you know been running for three years, as I said, it's all, you're full of all the enthusiasm and stuff, which is amazing. Um, and it hasn't been that long since you were a beginner. What tips would you, you know, with the reflection? What tips mm-hmm. would you give? new people coming along who are, who want to start running like you and Bronwyn did? Well, our, our experience with um, Couch to 5K um, app, you know, if you've got a smartphone and yeah. something like that, that's so easy to get you started because it, it takes you from 
com complete unfitness mm -hmm. through to, to a point where you can see measurable improvements um, mm -hmm. in yourself. Um, and you have, some, have something that guides you um, rather than just trying to make it up on the fly um, yourself. And as I say, structure was helpful for me. So something like that was progressive. Mm. And you can say, I actually went further than I did last week. And, yeah. you know, and I've got a record of that. And, and I'm improving. Um, so that was really helpful. And, and dovetailing with that, um, of course, like we've shared, is getting involved in a running slash walking mm -hmm. group like Park Run. I, I, I would utterly recommend that 100% um, because there are so many of them around that most people will be able to access that. Yeah, and, and you see the whole range of abilities um, and speeds there getting involved in that will be a huge motivational boost. Yeah. So okay. those two things I reckon were, yeah. were pivotal for um, for me and for Bronwyn as well. Yeah, that's wonderful. Excellent. Has Bronwyn been doing any of the events you've been doing? Well? She hasn't taken um, that up in the same way that I have, but she's mm -hmm. a regular park runner. Yeah. And, uh, and she loves the community um, yeah. with that. Um, the... But I, I'm probably in a different space of where I want to push a bit harder in, in yeah. that area. And, uh, yeah. and she's happy to encourage me in that. Well, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Okay. Patrick, it has been amazing to have a bit of a refresher of what's been going on with your life. And awesome that you've joined me in my passion for running. So well done. Thank you. <laughs> Exciting. I know. And we do appreciate that you've spent some time with us on the podcast to share it and hopefully inspire some others to get started because your enthusiasm um, has really come through. So I do thank you. No worries. A pleasure. Don't go away because I will say goodbye to you off the call as well. But um, I'll say goodbye to you now on the call. <laughs> no worries. Thank you for listening to the Fit Mind, Fit Body podcast. I'd love to talk to you about your running journey. So send me a message on Facebook or on the website and let's do it. For a bunch of resources on mindful running that will help you get and stay mentally and physically fit, head over to the website fitmindfitbody.co and I'll see you there. Plus, I'll be back here in your podcast player a few times a week. Hit subscribe now so that you don't miss an episode. And before you go, I'd really appreciate it if you'd leave a review. It'll help more people to find the podcast and get inspired to start running. I'll see you soon. Bye.